This is Couch and Coffee Table. Continuing on with our serial this month, The Adventures of Superman, Batman's Great Mystery, here is Chapter 5, as it aired on February 9th, 1948. I also wanted to put out a reminder that these episodes of Superman are very short, so all apologies for the confusion as to the length of the episodes for this month. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with Superman unaware of his predicament, young Dick Grayson, otherwise known as Robin responds to a summons from Batman and enters a room of a shabby hotel where he finds two men waiting for him with guns. Come right in, sonny boy. Keep your hands up. Close the door, Lou. Batman promised you a surprise, didn't he? <laughs> well, this is it, kid. But I don't think you're gonna like it. All right, gang, get set now for more Superman contest winners. You may be among these, so listen carefully. Jack Flippo, Neosha, Missouri. Buddy Struble, Waterloo, New York. Constance Haley, Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Ira Kelly, Los Angeles, California. Enrico Gasparini, Newark, New Jersey. Carrie Stewart, Vicksburg, Mississippi. James Orison, Brooklyn, New York. Carolyn Peterson, Chicago, Illinois. Peter Stevens, Branford, Connecticut. Carolyn Kerr, Miami, Florida. Arvey Blockburn, Georgiana, Alabama. John Worcester, Chicago, Illinois. A. Megram, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Nell Stegall, Monroe, North Carolina. David Cook, Brooklyn, New York. Evelyn Komet, Chicago, Illinois. Esther Thomas, Talladega, Alabama. Joanne Loveday, Guilford, Connecticut. Harvey Nam, Brooklyn, New York. James Kirby, Abilene, Kansas. John Weber, Rochester, New York. James Sipe, Croydon, Pennsylvania. Doyle Gill, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Sam Festosa, Chicago, Illinois. Leo Neubauer, Blaine, Washington. Carol Woods, Bayside, New York. Arvin Henley of Fairview, Montana. Joseph Sizlow, Jersey City, New Jersey. Larry Josie, Laurel, Mississippi. Sylvia Meltzer, Brooklyn, New York. Claudia Hodge, New Bern, North Carolina. Kent Spurgeon, Kirkwood, Missouri. Joanne Tonanen of Chicago, Illinois. Stella Gallant, Billings, Montana. Ronald Stokes, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Glenn Joby, Round Lake, Illinois. M. Goldberg, Bronx, New York. Francis Villas, Brown City, Michigan. Alan Levack, Cleveland, Ohio. Charles Wimmer, Cottonwood, California. Mark Shefferman of Freeport, New York. Tom Bogdanovitz, Joplin, Missouri. Gary Durr, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Dwayne Cowstruce, Fremont, Nebraska. Marion Brown, San Francisco, California. Gloria Wilson, Dearborn, Michigan. Leslie Hightrue, Concord, New Hampshire. Betty Seifers, Nettleton, Arkansas. Judith Stone, Lawrence, Massachusetts. And Robert Zako from way out in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And that's all for now. More later in the program. So keep listening. The Adventures of Superman. 
After disappearing mysteriously for almost two weeks, the famous Batman apparently reappeared in the Metropolis Auditorium and delivered a rabble-rousing, un-American speech. Then, confronted by Robin, his young companion, Batman struck the bewildered youngster, knocking him out. A short time later, Robin, having been brought home by Superman, received a telephone call, apparently from Batman, who told him to come alone to a shady hotel on the waterfront where he would explain his strange actions. And when Robin arrived there, he walked into an ambush. Meanwhile, unaware of this latest development, Superman, disguised as reporter Clark Kent, was at the Opera House in Willow Falls, 30 miles away, where Batman was delivering another speech. As he left the stage and walked into the wings, followed by the applause of the crowd, Kent stepped forward to meet him. Just a minute, Batman. Kent, what are you doing? I want to talk to you. Yeah? Now, what about? About Robin and other things. Look, I haven't time to discuss this. You're to take time. You and Robin have been as close as brothers. You practically brought him up. Well, what are you getting at? A few hours ago at the Metropolis Auditorium, you struck him and knocked him out. So what? Little punk asked for it. It's not like you, Batman. You never slugged Robin before or talked like this about him. What's more, you never made rabble-rousing un-American speeches before. Something very fishy going on, and I intend to find out what it is. Look, Kent, I don't intend to stand here and argue with you. I told you I'm expecting some phone calls at my hotel. Good night. No, you don't, Batman. You're going to stay right here until we straighten this out. Take your hands off me, Kent. Or what? You try to slug me, too? Yes, I might forget myself and do just that. That wouldn't be smart, would it, considering who I am? If you think I'm afraid of you just because you're a reporter for a big newspaper, you're crazy. Well, I didn't mean that, because I'm a reporter. What did you mean, then? Don't you know? No. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't care. I'm going to the Willow Falls Hotel. Wait a minute. Steel fingers locked on the bat-like costumed man's arm. Kent holds him fast. There is a strange expression in his eyes as he gazes into the masked face before him. Then he hears his own voice, the voice of Superman, talking to him. Batman is the only man in the world who knows that I, Superman, am Clark Kent. But this man doesn't know it. Say, what's the matter with you? So I was right. What do you mean? Take your hands off me, Kent. First, I thought you were acting this way because you were afraid of Jones, the man who said he knew Batman's real identity. But now I think I've got this situation figured out. You amuse me, Kent. Keep on talking. Later. Go on to your hotel. I'll be seeing you again very soon. dark enough in this alley, I guess. So, out of these clothes. I need Inspector Henderson's help in a hurry. I can get back to Metropolis in two shakes as Superman. There we are. All set now. Up and away! I tell you, Inspector, I know what I'm talking about. Either Batman is mentally ill, Jones may have done something to him to affect his mind, or else that man in the costume is not Batman. Not Batman? Well, that's ridiculous, Kent. I know it sounds fantastic, Inspector, because this fellow certainly looks and talks exactly like Batman. But, well, I, I put him to a test. Yeah, what kind of a test? There's a, a certain secret which only Batman and I know. Yeah? That masked man doesn't know it. Hmm. What is the secret? I can't tell you, but take my word for it, Inspector. The real Batman couldn't possibly forget it. That is, unless he was mentally ill. I see. Look, 
You have a record of Batman's fingerprints, haven't you? Certainly, Spider? certainly. Fine. Now, this guy who says he's Batman is staying at the Willow Falls Hotel tonight. That's only 30 miles away. Mm-hmm. So why don't you find some excuse for walking in on him and, and picking up a sample of his fingerprints? Then you can check them with the prints in your file. Well, I suppose I could do that, Do but, it, uh... Inspector. If the prints match, we'll know he's the real Batman, but he's mentally sick. And if they don't match... Oh, but it all seems so ridiculous, Kent. No, but... How could a phony, clever as he may be, do such a perfect job of impersonation that could fool even Robin? I don't know. I've heard that everyone in the world is supposed to have a double somewhere. Yeah, I've heard that too, but you Well, this fellow could look enough like Batman, naturally, not to leave much fixing. Mm -hmm. And he could be trained to imitate his voice, his manners, and so forth. But uh, who would go to all that trouble, and why? Fanatics. And we're dealing with a bunch of isolationist fanatics here. Fanatics will go to any amount of trouble to gain their selfish ends. Then there's another thing. What's that? Uh, Batman is a very rich man. If he were out of the way, an impersonator could make off with a fortune. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, that makes sense. Now, maybe you've got something, Kent. You go through with a fingerprint test, Inspector? Well, I can only do it on one condition, Kent. What's that? That someone closely connected with Batman, in this case Robin, makes an official complaint, including a statement of his belief that the real Batman has met with foul play and is now being impersonated. Okay, Robin will do that. Come on, Inspector, we'll go out to his house right now. <laughs> Where's Robin, Alfred? I don't know, Mr. Kent, sir. What? He left about an hour ago after receiving a phone call. In a jolly hurry he was, too. I don't like that. Uh, where did he go, Alfred? All he would tell me, Inspector, is that he was going to meet a man on the waterfront somewhere. On the waterfront? Yes, sir. And the way he was gaily chirping and singing, I'm rather sure it was Batman who called him. Batman? Did he say that? No, sir, he wouldn't say, sir. But when I asked him if it was Batman he was going to meet, he simply winked and said, Mustn't talk, Alfred, but everything's all right again now. Oh, that's funny. Batman is supposed to be in Willow Falls. Willow Falls, sir? Yes. Say, that's right, Kent. Why should he tell Robin to meet him on the waterfront? He wouldn't. Unless... Unless what? Unless he is a phony, as I suspect. Look, Inspector, you better get your men down to the waterfront and look for Robin. Right. I'm going back up to Willow Falls to shake the truth out of that man who calls himself Batman. So long. Racing outside the house, Clark Kent pauses behind a dark hedge and swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman. Up! Up! And away! Then the Man of Steel leaps high into the starry sky and streaks northward, bound for Willow Falls and a shocking surprise. We'll be back in a moment to find out what it is. So keep listening. Stand by now for more contest winners. Here they are. Richard Tetzloff, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Clifford Gilbert, Leo Minster, Massachusetts. Arthur Berman, New York City. Robert Davis, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Paul Swinimer, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Joanne Baylor, Covington, Kentucky. Glenn Davison, East Palo Alto, California. Paul Finkheimer, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Tommy Hawker, Lansing, Michigan. Lucky Pavalkis, Brooklyn, New York. Robert Mayer, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philip Eaton, Bud Lake, New Jersey. Warren Small, Auckendale, Massachusetts. Constance Cookingham, Albany, New York. Whitman Brown, Aurora, Colorado. Arthur Troutwine, Buffalo, New York. Donald Spunkton, San Francisco, California. Dale Neff, Denver, Colorado. Alan Schoenberger, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Gwen Goldstone, Bronx, New York. Nancy Turcott, Lowell, Massachusetts. Gilbert Ramirez, Los Angeles, California. Charles Niasson, St. Paul, Minnesota. Roderick Cantwell, South Boston, Massachusetts. Joseph Doran, Jersey City, New Jersey. Rodden Benson, Highwood, Illinois. Joan Nelson, St. Simons, Georgia. Victor Apodaca, Englewood, Colorado. Lou Hayes, Wilmington, California. Linda Mazur of New York City. Kenny Fisher, Springville, Iowa. Carl Hunsley of Taylorville, Illinois. Charles Raymond, Chinanango, New York. 
Dorothy Thompson, San Bernardino, California, Patricia Cotter, Tacoa, Georgia, Leonard Camo of West Lynn, Massachusetts, Leonora Prostick, Brooklyn, New York, Carl Dillon, Anaheim, California, James Conley, South Boston, Massachusetts, Roger Gazelle, Gloucester, New Jersey, Adrian Haig, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Paul Wigger of Covington, Kentucky, Lowell Rogers, East Palacta, Florida, Wesley Westmeyer, Denver, Colorado, George Hergenrother, New Weston, Massachusetts, John Smith, New York City, Barbara Beavers, North Little Rock, Arkansas, Thelma Wesley, Sharon Hill, Pennsylvania, John Menahan, uh, Quincy, Massachusetts, and Barbara Van Anker of Barton, New York. And that's all we have time for today, gang. Listen tomorrow at this same time. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. After streaking to Willow Falls, Superman has secretly resumed his disguise of Clark Kent, mild-mannered and bespectacled reporter... And as we join him now, he is speaking to the clerk in the Willow Falls Hotel. What room is Batman in, please? Uh, Batman is not here, sir. He, uh, he checked out. Checked out? When? Oh, about a half hour ago, I'd say. Where did he go, do you know? Uh, no, sir, I don't know. As a matter of fact, I did ask him. You see, I wasn't able to hear him speak tonight, and since I'm off duty tomorrow, I was hoping I might hear him, if he was speaking uh, somewhere nearby. Well, what did he say? He said he'd been called away on important business, and I... Well, he wouldn't be making any more speeches for a while. Hmm. Did he leave a forwarding address? Uh, no, sir. No, sir, he didn't. Dismayed, Clark Kent, who is Superman, stands in the small hotel lobby and feels utterly helpless as the true state of affairs becomes crystal clear in his mind. Of course. I might have known this would happen. He is a phony. Now he's gotten rid of Robin and gone into hiding. Now what will I do? How can I find them? Is Superman right in believing that the man who reappeared in Metropolis yesterday is not the real Batman, but a clever and villainous impersonator? If so, what has happened to the real Batman and to Robin? We'll learn the answers to some of these questions in tomorrow's spine-tingling episode, fellows and girls. So be sure to listen. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 6 of Batman's Great Mystery on... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate you stopping by and spending some time with us here on the couch. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, and we encourage you all to stop in again. Until next time, this has been Couch and Coffee Table. Take care. <laughs>